people that stole my bike were wearing masks, so I couldn't see them. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, they had masks and hoods, and like, you, know, you just can't see what they look like. Wow. See, that's that's something different, right? Like, if you saw someone wearing a mask, yeah. like, but pre-COVID, you'd be like, oh, you're up to something. But now, like... Yeah, but now it's just, like, a normal thing. Now, if you don't wear a mask, you're like, you're up to something. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what are you doing? Stay away from me. Yeah, don't get too close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whereas, when I, that's literally pre-COVID. It was the exact opposite. If someone was, like, yeah. not showing their face, like, you don't get too close to me. Yeah, right. And now it's just the complete opposite. And now it's going to go back. Now it's going to be like, if you're wearing a mask again, now it's going to be like, oh, are you sick? Like, yeah, what, do you what are you doing? Going on? Yeah, what, what are you doing? Every time that sound comes on, I, 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 a little piece of my heart dies. Um, yeah, throw yeah, back to Zoom classes so that's so that's a good question that I wanted to ask you what was it like to do school um especially like your kind of school during the pandemic like how could you do it mm-hmm. online uh it was it was definitely interesting a lot I guess I never like thought about the classes like like well, I mean none of us had to really think about like oh what if this was online like how are we gonna do this but a lot of the classes at Berkeley like you don't have to play in them so anything like my ear training class that's just like singing melodies and rhythms and stuff uh harmony is just like music theory so like a lot of those classes are pretty easy to do online because mm-hmm. it's not a crazy like transition and you don't have to worry about like any latency or lag with like trying to play with people but uh like in the in the spring that we all got sent home my ensemble like switched from <laughs> in person to online and so it kind of changed from playing with a bunch of people to trying to to like a, kind of a recording project and trying to figure out how we can like make music together while being so far away and like under every like wow I just forgot everything I was saying under like all the circumstances <laughs> <laughs> and um uh, it was like it was weird because like some people had like full studios in their houses which is like nuts and other people mm. had like apple mics like earbuds and stuff so it was really interesting to see kind of like how everyone chose to record themselves and like how good of a sound you could get out of a shitty recording Hmm. Um, was it harder it definitely was harder but for me i did i didn't have like a lot of mics at the time so i did it all like on my computer i just like programmed all the drums like in midi um, mm-hmm. And that seemed to work out like pretty well for what we were doing, but it definitely felt different not actually playing and just like sitting on my bed and like playing with this little like keyboard thing, trying to figure out how it all works and stuff. Had you, did you have experience uh, before with the, with the keyboard? Like a, li- a little bit, but it was, it was definitely different trying to get adjusted to it because mm-hmm like going from like this to just like doing this and like totally, totally different motion, totally different range of like things that you can do with it. Like it's really hard to play it's super soft on a piano versus playing it on like the drum set. Mm-hmm. But I used Logic Pro and it was like pretty self-explanatory. It's just like you can plug it in and choose a sound and it's 
pretty much all going to be there for you already. So mm -hmm. it made it pretty easy in that regard, but it was definitely different. Yeah. Like, would you, so would you consciously choose to do that over playing live or the, with the, no, I would, if I could, okay. I would always play live. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that, that that's kind of what I'm trying to get to. Like, it's not something you want to do, but you, yeah, like, no, no, it's not. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's not something that like we all wanted to do, but it was just like under the circumstances that was like kind of the only, it wasn't the only way, but it was like the best way that I could have gotten like my sound in the recording. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So did you stay with the same, with the, with the same group throughout and are, it was just, it's like an, it's like a class. So mm -hmm. I just had, I played with like that group of people for like that semester. Um, mm -hmm. And then like this semester in the fall, I didn't do a, an ensemble just because it was like everything was online and I didn't want to do another like recording project thing. Yeah. But in the spring, they had, they like brought back in-person ensembles, which is super interesting, but it mm -hmm. felt really nice to like play with people again. But it was like, I like, I sat down and I'm like, how do I do this? Like, I haven't had to play with anyone in so long and uh -huh. like jumping right back into it and just like, I, I didn't know where to like set my expectations. Uh -huh. It was really, I don't know, just kind of like go for it and see what happens. Mm -hmm. Is, um, is music something you've done your whole life? And, um, you said that like this, this break of time, this like one year period kind of like made you, uh, lose a little bit, I guess, of your touch, right? And you had to get reacclimated. Is that, um, has that happened to you before? Or is like, how long have you been playing beforehand? I guess that's what I'm trying to say. I, I've been kind of playing, like, it's kind of been something I've always had. I like mm -hmm. had a drum set when I was like really little that I bashed on and like had that. And then it was, I didn't play for a while. And then it was never like, when I was a kid, it was always something that I knew that I was just like gonna do for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. but. It was never like something that I tried to force myself to do. Mm -hmm. um, and it kind of, so I had that drum set and then I had one in like elementary school that was like pretty bad. Um, and then I got like an electric kit and um, probably like middle, like early middle school, I'd say. Mm -hmm. um, and that kind of like restarted my passion for drums and music since I had like a drum set of my own that I could play like whenever I wanted to. Mm -hmm. um, and then after that, it was like getting lessons and like finding out about Berkeley and deciding that I wanted to like go there. And then it was mm -hmm. just getting there. So it was, it was always there in your life, right? But it kind of like ebbed and flowed in yeah. terms of how much attention you gave it. Yeah, it was always there. I've always had like had music and like music's always been playing and like a big part of my life. Mm -hmm. But it was just, yeah, having that those times like where I wasn't playing versus now where it's like, it's all like, I'm always playing. There's never like that, those like months of not playing. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, is anyone, and why has music, I guess, been an influence in your life? Is like anyone in your family or? Uh, it was just always something that I like gravitated towards. Mm -hmm. uh, it's always been like the one like constant in my life. I'd say like music is always like, like you always have music. There's never mm -hmm. like, I haven't ever found a time where I haven't been able to like have music. And that's 
really like nice to feel like oh, I always have this one thing that I have mm-hmm. and like nothing really is going to like change that. Yeah, it's very, it's very, um, like, I don't say like interesting, but I love hearing about people growing up, like, you know, either playing music, singing, or like just thinking about music. Um, mm-hmm. when, because when, when I was younger, uh, I really wanted to learn how to play the piano. And I, my parents, I think they got me like lessons with, with someone. And I don't know if I like, ended up getting in a, I, if I got in a fight with the person who was teaching me or my parents. <laughs> But we, I ended up stopping after a week and I never picked it back up ever again, just because I guess that one incident uh, uh-huh. until I, until the pandemic, I tried, I tried learning again um, and it was going well, but I think I put a lot of pressure on myself. I'm like, oh, like I'm, you know, I'm 20, I'm 21, 22. Um, and mm-hmm. if I, if I want, if I'm going to learn how to play, like I should be really good at it. Cause I'm like, oh, right. I'm not going to like yeah. try, try to play and like not be that, not be good at it. But then like that's that's unrealistic right like i just i had just yeah. started pretty much so honestly i basically pressured myself into quitting again uh, uh yeah um and like i i've i've rationalized that to like me just not being that musical but honestly like i really enjoyed it when i did it um mm-hmm. so who knows what would happen if i gave myself more space uh yeah i think i don't i always like don't know what to feel when someone says like oh you're so musical like like what you just said like <laughs> like putting it down you don't like, have to say anything oh, i'm not musical i'm not musical but like i don't know you, you, very interesting to me. yeah you don't have to say anything uh, <laughs> uh yeah what was so, like do you have any like did you have anything that you like really wanted to play on piano like when you got it were you like oh i want to play this song like I want to play Bohemian Rhapsody or something. Um, so the goal was to to play uh, uh, Benny and the Jets, mm-hmm. which was which is kind of hard for someone who just started. I think I don't know. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's maybe it's not. Uh, hard, honestly, I have no idea. I don't but, know. I don't play piano, so. Yeah, it's it's it seemed kind of hard, and it, would, it was going to take me like a long time. And I think I was like, oh, I can't do it now. I can't do it now. I can't. Do, I'm, I must be really bad at it. Mm-hmm. So I I basically. I basically bullied myself to quit, to be honest. Damn. Um, but, but yeah, uh, that's that's one on this play. Um, do you, is is that is that is that kind of like how do you like set any goals for yourself when when you're playing? Like, oh, I want to like learn how to play this, learn how to play that. Yeah, I mean, like, when I'm like practicing, there's like, especially like not usually during the summer, I'll have anything like super crazy but when like when it's school and you have like the like your private lesson like you have those goals that you want to make like oh i want to be able to play this snare piece like perfectly or i want to be able to play this groove and have it really sound like that groove instead of like someone just picking it up Mm -hmm. um uh, i think my goal is just to like i'm trying to build more confidence in my playing i'd say Mm -hmm. Because, I don't know, it's just so hard <laughs> sometimes to just, like, be confident and know what, like, not necessarily know what you're doing, but, like, have the confidence to front that you know that you're doing. Mm. But did, did you say to front to know that to you fr- know what you're yeah, doing? Yeah, so, like, to kind of, like, fake your way through it. 
Do you feel like you're confident in the way you play or is that something you're working on, I guess? Uh, it's definitely something that I'm working on. I'd say there's like different styles of music that I'm more comfortable playing than others. Um, like I usually play like more rock kind of stuff. And so mm -hmm. I'd say like, I'm pretty comfortable doing that. But if someone wanted me to play like jazz or like an Afro-Cuban or something like that, I'd be like a little more hesitant, but I'd still definitely like give it a shot and try and like fake my way through it as most as, or as best as I could. Hmm. I, I love how you use like fake your way through it. Uh, I think that's awesome um, <laughs> because it kind of, it kind of does work. Like once you, because, because you need, you need to get yourself to do the thing to get confident, confident at it. Right. But to get to yeah. start, I think you have to fake that you're confident to be able to do it. And then like, once yeah. you keep doing that, you'll actually be confident and you don't have to fake it anymore. Yeah. I think the hardest part is just starting, but. So it's, so it sounds like to me, so you said you're pretty confident with the rock, right? But you want mm -hmm. to be more confident with other genres yeah and why is that uh i don't know honestly i feel like i'm trying to think i think the a lot of the curriculum at berkeley like pushes you to kind of be like the best player that you can in like every single genre mm. uh they really like push you to the to be like the most well-versed well-rounded like musician that you can mm -hmm. and so like a lot of uh, even in like pop songs and stuff there'll be like different grooves that you wouldn't normally hear in pop song like or even in rock like in led zeppelin they'll play like a shuffle and then they'll go into like a mambo like in the mm -hmm. middle of it and then go right back into it which is like something you don't really hear all the time mm -hmm. and being able to like kind of bust that out and be able to play the mambo like as good as he'd play the shuffle mm. is like very important to having like everything kind of sound together mm -hmm. but and does that like so and to be good at both it requires you to be it requires you to have confidence to get out of your comfort zone so that yeah you are okay yeah but also requires you to be confident in like both styles separately mm-hmm like, yeah, if like, if you're not confident with, with a mom, then you're not gonna be able to play that part nearly as confidently. And I notice like when I'm not confident going into a part, I kind of psych myself out, like when I'm yeah. playing, like I'll be playing and I'm like, fuck, 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 like, I don't want to play this part. And uh -huh. then you just have to like, go for it. Cause you're all like, it's a group effort. Like if one person's slacking, then the rest of the band is going to sound terrible. Mm -hmm. No matter like how good everyone else is. So do you think your confidence is something different than how like how skilled you are at that particular style? Are these yeah, two different think, things or do you think they're the same? I think, I think they're two different things, but I think that your uh like your abilities also kind of shape and mold your confidence. Like it's you can be like really confident in something and not be good at it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I've yeah, I've seen singers that like think they're really good and then they're just like they sing and you're just like how did you like end up here like like what are you doing but, so i love that. That, like, <laughs> that like false center confidence but i think it's it's difficult to to not get like overly confident sometimes you know mm. like if you like really crush a part then you're like i can play this i don't need to like 
worry about it anymore or anything like that. Like mm-hmm. it's still there. You still need to worry about it. But mm. I think being able to like, like once you play it through once and you're like, yes, like I can do this. It's like mm-hmm. become way more in reach than it used to be. Mm-hmm. And that kind of like brings up your confidence. Mm-hmm. But you, you I think having like the, a... what I was no, just going to say, having a balance of like confidence and skill. Gotcha. It, and, like, <laughs> I thought that was hilarious when you said like having no skill, but a lot of confidence. Um, yeah. but, but hey, props to, props to them. Uh, they're probably really happy with like, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But, but that also tells me that. Did you stop? <laughs> Is it like a fly or something? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, what's it called? What was I gonna say? Oh, so when when you tell me that it's not. What? what you <laughs> uh, I have a plant in my room. Maybe that's why. Uh, oh, maybe. Ooh. But yeah, to me it sounds like I'm really sorry for all all this chaos here, but. Um, it, oh, when yeah, you when you it. tell me that, it sounds like you you're like a pretty self critical critical person, right? Like you are always yeah. like, are you always thinking about like how you can be better at like every every like little detail? Mm-hmm. Because that's how I am too. And does that, but but I think the downside to that is that in a lot of cases, do you lose confidence because you're so aware of like the little details that you could make better, right? Yeah, and it kind of like overwhelms you, and you just like yes. yeah, you just start like drowning in it uh-huh yeah yeah so what, what what have you done to to kind of to to work on work on that because honestly that would like unrelated to music that that that's helpful to me too to know like how you do it because that's kind of like at anything in life right like any skill you want to learn that's you're gonna face mm-hmm. that. yeah um I, I think it's just you just have to convince yourself that like it's going to be like, okay, I guess. I don't know. That's what I try to do. I try to be like, no matter what happens, like it already happened. Like you can't change what already happened, you know? And so if I'm like worried about every like single little mistake that I make and like, usually like when you see people play, like they mess up and like, you can't even tell. So I try Mm -hmm. and just like, remember that like, oh, like I messed up there and I noticed, but no one reacted. Like, I didn't see anything, like, someone look at me weird or anything, so I should be okay. Yeah. But, I don't know, I think it's just, like, trying to stay calm and, like, not psych yourself out over, like, tiny mistakes and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, yeah. What, when, when, when was the point when you, was it, what, did you have, like, a specific point in time when you, like, realized that? your confidence in in yourself like mattered or have you always kind of been thinking about this uh it's kind of always something i've thought about i haven't really i haven't ever thought about it this like critically before but (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) oh no so don't worry about it don't worry about it yeah but i was trying to like figure out how to explain it um yeah i don't know like what do you think so for me, I've, I've always, I've always thought about it also as well. Um, mm-hmm. I, my first memory was honestly a memory of me being critical of myself, <laughs> which is, which is really crazy. Really? Yeah. Um, and I don't know why, like, what is it like my genes or is it like just how I was like brought up or honestly, I have no mm-hmm. idea, 
Um, but I've always been that way. And I've always thought about it. Like I've always kind of thought about it as a negative quality. Cause I've also looked at the people who ha- who were really confident and in my eyes were like, you know, not to judge anyone, but like, I, to, like, to, like, to me, I had like a higher standard, like than they did to themselves. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what, that's what I thought at the time, but I, sh- that's, sh- I shouldn't judge people like based off of anything. No, um, I do but the same thing. Yeah, right. And especially when when I was a little it's, kid, I don't know if you can relate, but as a little kid, you don't like think you're not self-aware enough about your thoughts. So this is just a thought that mm-mm. comes in and you believe it, like it's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it sucks. <laughs> um, it does. Yeah. I just get stuck. Like. Right. Just feel like it always it's always happening. Yeah. Like and, and like literally and and then and then what happens is once once I get in that groove, then anything that happens to me in my life, I'll interpret it within the same context which is such yeah. a bad mindset to be in um so bad yeah um yeah. so I've, I've, I've always been like that i think um i became more self-aware of these thoughts i think in the last i think during college i think last like four years i've been thinking about them more mm-hmm. and i've been actively trying to um like i've tried to like limit them completely to like drop them out of my head and then I realized like that's kind of not not first of all not healthy and then also like these are my actual thoughts so I can't like just throw them out the window and I have to just accept that I'm having them and then see Mm -hmm. what happens after um I like I've meditated a good amount um Mm -hmm. I've I've tried all these different things I'm not have you found that oh no go ahead I was gonna say like and like over time I think I'm getting better because I'm slowly learning like about myself through this process so and honestly like at the biggest thing not to be cheesy is the fact that like i'm learning how to love myself through all of this yeah like, that's kind of all it is at the end of the day um mm-hmm. yeah yeah My, have you found yeah. that meditation helps it does i think it does um i couldn't when i did it during the times when i did it it was su- like super helpful super super helpful mm-hmm. um I don't know if it was the best thing, if it was the most efficient thing for me to do, to be honest. Um, Mm -hmm. Like I also, like one of the best things that works for me is I always wake up at the same time every day. So I, which is, which is a crazy time. I wake up at four now. Um, And yeah, (laughs) if it was PM, if it was PM, PM, I'd be in in, in big trouble. (laughs) Actually, actually, Zach, I meant to tell you, I just woke up. (laughs) Um, And I, I, I have to do like, some kind of physical activity in the morning every single day and that's kind of like my my reset button uh for my emotions and Mm -hmm. that for me that that's the best thing that i can do for my own my own my own self what do you do like what's your physical activity um it it cycles so right now i'm like going to the gym and lifting weights but in the fall i was Mm -hmm. i was running i was running a lot um and then i really want to get into martial arts um at some point soon now that the restrictions are lifting and it's cool to yeah. do stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I always try and keep the same, like, sort of like body schedule, I guess, like, mm-hmm. or like a morning routine. Like, I really think that routines help a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, having just like something you can kind of like autopilot go through in the mornings. At least for me, I'm not like a huge morning person, but mm-hmm. I've been like waking up earlier in the summer than I've been like during school, which mm-hmm. is not good. But I think just like, I don't know, like I always wake up and make coffee and that's like, 
once I do that, then I'm like kind of there. But I like wake up and I'm just like a zombie until mm-hmm. like I have coffee or anything. Interesting. So you're waking up earlier during the summer than than during the semester. Yeah. Why, 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 is that on purpose or is that just happening? No, it's just it. It's half of it's on purpose because like I have I work now, so I have like that schedule that I have to like. Sometimes I have to be there like super early. Mm-hmm. Um. I live like pretty far, so I have to wake up like an hour earlier than I normally would. Mm-hmm. But um, I think part of it too is just like the time change coming from like the East Coast to the West Coast, like that three hour difference. I kind of, I, I didn't really try and like make my sleep schedule how it was in Boston. Cause like there I'd go to bed at like two, 3 AM mm-hmm. and wake up at like 11 or 12. And I think when I, when I came back, it just like automatically like went to bed at like midnight, got up at 10. And like, I was like, that's been really nice for me, honestly. I just kind of like try to keep it that way. Mm-hmm. But I think implementing it back, like going back to the time change, like East Coast time is going to be pretty difficult for me, I think. Yeah. Is Do you, do you live with uh, like roommates um, in Boston or do you live alone? Yeah, I have three roommates yeah and um i feel like it's really easy to get in the same schedule as roommates did you all have like a similar schedule uh we don't no we're pretty independent from each other like in the apartment i feel like which is it's interesting because like Mm -hmm. we all eat different like none of us eat the same foods Mm -hmm. like there's times where like like if you want to make food like and someone else is making it you have to wait for them to do it and then like dishes and stuff Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like making your schedule to like go around that is pretty interesting because like there could be days where like you'll make lunch at like 1 p.m and there'll be other times where like everyone gets there before you so you have to wait until the end so you have lunch um but it hasn't really it hasn't been an issue for me yeah um do you live with makes- yeah, yeah, I live with three classmates. And I guess also similar situation here. We don't really eat the same food at all. Um, but we have like a like a sizable kitchen that we don't we don't run into like, you know, each other that much when we are um, mm-hmm. cooking and stuff. Um, but I also, I don't even know why I asked that because even us, we don't have the same, we don't, none of us wake up at the same time. We wake up at completely different times. <laughs> but I yeah. feel like it would, if, if it would be easy if we all woke up at the same time, but actually mm-hmm. maybe not because then you'd have to you'd have to because we also share bathrooms, so then you'd have to like wait. Yeah. So I don't know why I thought it'd be easier to be honest, but whatever. <laughs> I think definitely like probably eating the same meals would be easier. I think. Yeah. Because like yeah. y'all could cook, you could cook for like four people at a time or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But cooking meal like I never thought about how like tiring it is to cook for yourself every single day like three times a day like Uh trying to come up with what to eat like i felt i found myself just like eating the same thing like all the time and it was so boring dude i if if you want like just one thing that i learned if you can meal prep for like more than one day at a time oh phenomenal Mm -hmm. it'll take so much pressure off of you like imagine going to eat like dinner and be like oh you know what i just don't have to cook because i already cooked like two days ago yeah, I thought I've really thought about doing that, but so so you meal plan? 
I have to. Otherwise, I would like. I literally, it would stress me out way too much. I would get so stressed. Really? Yeah. If I had do to you make more than once a day. <laughs> do you make the? Because I've seen it like a lot of meal plans I've noticed are like kind of making the same meal like over and over again. It's like you'd have the same dinner like every night or something. Do you make like different dishes or do you just make all like a bunch of the same thing? I make a bunch of the same thing. I'm really, really boring, boring when it comes to that. Um, uh, it's just because it's so easy. I, I, yeah. I, I'll prioritize efficiency over like the taste of the food really? every single day. Yeah. Really? But then on the, but then on the weekend, I'll like, then like I, because I have more time, like I, I won't, like I won't actually meal prep for the weekend. I'll do whatever I want. Uh -huh. Um, and that will give me like the variety that I need so I can continue uh -huh. my boring schedule during the week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah what kind of uh, what kind of foods do you cook for yourself uh, i usually will just make like pasta or like i make like chicken i'll usually try and eat like a protein and vegetable and like mm -hmm. some starch so like i usually do like chicken with like some sort of vegetable like asparagus or something and then i'll make like pasta a bunch because that's so easy like you can just mm -hmm. throw it in and kind of forget about it yeah um I don't know. I've been struggling with like finding or it's just like finding meals that I want to eat and that are like relatively fast to cook, but also not spending like all of my money on groceries. Yeah, that's very fair. Yeah. Also, uh, one thing, I don't know if it, if it applies to you at all or no, but um, the government here in, in Boston, at least when you, I don't know if it'll be there when you do come back. But uh, they actually um, allow college students who don't have a meal plan, which I, I assume you don't. Yeah, work, I don't. Yeah, um, to get uh, like food benefits, like food stamps. Oh, really? Yeah. So me and my roommates are, are all on food stamps. <laughs> yeah. How do you do that? Um, what is it? <laughs> you're on it. You're on it right away. Um, yeah, I, I need to write this down so I don't like forget about it. It's called uh, Look Up DTA. One second. Yeah, look up DTA Connect, and I think DTA stands for Department of Transitional Assistance, potentially. Transitional. Cool. Yeah, I'll have to look into that. I had no idea that they did that. Yeah, um, and they've they've honestly been pretty generous, um, mm -hmm. uh, and that that takes a lot of stress. Out. Like I I don't have to like look as diligently at the prices when I'm picking out food. As much as I yeah. used to, uh, which mm -hmm. which is helpful, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope I hope I hope you can use it. That would be really awesome. Yeah, I really hope so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure if like you guys can all do it, then I should be able to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But um, hopefully, it doesn't like go viral and all the classrooms and like myself <laughs> know about it, and then like they trace it back to this, and they're like, "John, you need to you need to stop." <laughs> you need to stop. You get like a cease and desist. So <laughs> <laughs> like no one can know about this. Yeah. I've also there's this app called Food for All that I've used a couple times, and it's basically like uh, a bunch of restaurants use it, and you can get meals for like really really cheap through it. Uh, like I, you know, like Dirty Water Pizza. It's on Newberry. Uh, there's just like it's this pizza place. And like normally it's like i don't know what a normal pizza would cost like 10 bucks for a couple slices and a drink mm -hmm. but with this you can get like two slices for like three dollars 
and it's just like all of the extra food that they don't like that doesn't sell that they're just going to end up throwing away anyway they just like let you buy it for super cheap so, so is this like after hours or is this no it's during like yeah it's during the day and there's like so you basically like pick a restaurant and then like there's a certain time that you have to go in so like for mm -hmm. the pizza place like you have to go in at like 8 or 9 p.m so it's kind of late but you just go and you say like oh i have a food for all thing and then pay through it through that and then you go yeah get good food for really cheap that's kind of cool it's got it's kind of like to reduce like waste right and at the same time yeah. for them to like not look like not make any profit so like they probably make a little bit that's cool yeah but yeah it's only in boston and new york i think because i tried to do it here and it didn't work so. <laughs> see if, if you remember my original dm to you i was like maybe we can learn something from each other there you go we're we've, yeah. we've, we've accomplished our mission <laughs> yeah there you go oh that's awesome so what what do you do other than music that that you enjoy uh, you, uh you honestly i'm also, pretty boring also feel free to say just music like that's phenomenal yeah yeah i i mean yeah right now it's just like music music's been kind of taking the back burner lately though there's been like mm -hmm. a lot of personal stuff that's been going on mm -hmm. that i've like had to deal with um my girlfriend and then just like working now pretty much uh, what, what then, are you like, doing for work? three main things i work at h&m Oh, you did tell me yes. Yeah. 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 I like just started, but how, how yeah, there hasn't, I've, it's, it's all right. I mean, I hasn't gone like super crazy yet, but all the managers are like, you guys better be ready because summer's here and it's going to be packed like every day. I, for some reason, I don't believe it. Now that everyone's shopping online, I feel like it would like uh, retail stores know. will never be the same. I mean, it's in a mall, so okay. you kind of get like all the, I don't know, it gets really busy. Mm -hmm. Like there's one day I was there doing training and like the line went from like nothing to like around the corner in like a matter of minutes. Wow. It's like, it's super weird. Yeah. And like, even with all the mask mandate stuff, kind of like letting loose, you get more people coming in without masks, which is like really bizarre to me. Hmm. Cause like, I'm, are you fully vaxxed? Yeah. Do you feel comfortable like like how comfortable would you be walking into like a grocery store right now with no mask um i feel pretty comfortable because like i am vaccinated really? yeah hmm. um so the a good amount of research has come out from harvard basically like the transmission rate is pretty much zero when you are fully vaccinated really yeah wow so even from like a non-vaccinated to a vaccinated person I want to say yeah, but I, wow. I could be wrong. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just my like anxiety then. I've gotten so used to being like, if I go out, I'm going to get sick. Mm -hmm. Like, even I mean, though I go out, like, still. But, <laughs> I mean, just like, I've, I've, I've felt that like just equally as yeah. strong too. Yeah. Yeah. Or is even like. <laughs> I don't want to like not wear a mask outside and people think that I'm like Republican or something. I like, heard a lot of stuff like that. Wait, when, when you don't wear a mask outside, people are going to think you're Republican? Well, I don't know, like for sure, but it's just like a thought that I have. Oh, oh no, no, fair. I, I just, I just didn't hear it, but 
Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, dude, I I think that there's like it's it's been really interesting because people have something new to think about when they like when we see like another person, right? Like there's this new piece of information that we get about them is the mask. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which for for good or bad, like that's that's another thing that we get to think about. And I feel like as humans, we I mean, I know I do. Um, I love to like overthink stuff. Um, so I've definitely overthought, like, and especially like when I wanted to like, go out for runs outside, it was always something I've thought about, like the mask. Um, yeah, especially yeah with exercising. It... Yeah, and like the kind of mask, like for a, a period of time, I was wearing like the neck gator and like my friends mm -hmm. told me like, actually like some research said like it's really like oh yeah those are like it's, worse it's basically than... it's basically worthless um yeah. so like man, i i we, we've been as humanity we've, we've been through a good amount when it comes yeah when it comes to this i think yeah we have but mm -hmm. i think it's gonna be so weird like going back to no masks mm -hmm. i'm so used to like like hiding my face i guess kind of behind it and like <laughs> you can kind of like oh that's why <laughs> you can like talk about stuff like to yourself and no one sees you talk you know and like you make weird faces and shit and like no one has any clue that you're doing it but like now that the mask like now that we were not gonna like have it really anymore i'm gonna have uh -huh. to like get used to going out in public and like not doing weird shit under my mask i guess <laughs> what, what, what weird stuff are you doing i don't know it's just like i don't know i'll like see someone like do something and i'll like I'll just like talk to myself about it. I don't know. That's... I'll just like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll just like vocalize it instead of keeping it in my head. I, hmm. I've noticed more with the mask. Uh huh. So I, uh, what, what I, what I notice is I don't, um, my facial expressions have like dulled because of the mask yeah. because I don't feel like I need to like portray anything. So I'll just speak. Like even smiling, mm -hmm. you can barely see a smile. Yeah, you can on. just see it like through your eyes, like barely. Yeah. So now, like, I think speaking now and uh, when I'm like not wearing a mask, it I feel like I'm more conscious of what my face is doing. So I, I agree with yeah. you. I think I'm, I'm having the same feelings. And also, um, I don't know if you've had this experience yet, but like you meeting um, like someone with a mask for the first time and then having mm -hmm. them remove it and like, oh, that's not that's not at all what I expected you like. To look yeah, like. to look like, yeah. That's happening Super. way more often than not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially, yeah, with like coworkers and stuff. Cause like you all, like we all have to wear masks when we're working. It's like mm -hmm. someone takes it off in the break room and you're like, that's what you look like. <laughs> <laughs> you, ha you had a beard this whole time? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, yeah. So many people are like, oh my God, you have a beard. It's like, what? Yeah. 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 I never, I, I don't know. I never realized how much the mask covers until mm -hmm. like you take it off. Cause it is like, this much of your face like you ended up like this I, I can imagine I can imagine like if if I didn't if you had a mask on before I ever saw like a picture of you I can imagine like me like having no clue that you have a beard like that's yeah like yeah you can't really see it when I have the mask on mm -hmm. but so 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 do you like people knowing that you have a beard or do you like people you know seeing the mask and not knowing that you have a beard I don't think I don't really care that much um I, I do enjoy the privacy <laughs> of the mask of like being mm -hmm. able to walk around outside and like like you can put a mask and a hood on and like no one knows what you look like <laughs> i like that i like that but now it's yeah but i don't know it's helpful and it's kind of not helpful it's like 
the people that stole my bike were wearing masks, so I couldn't <laughs> see them. No way. <laughs> yeah, they had masks and hoods, and like, you, know, you just can't see what they look like. Wow. See, that's that's something different, right? Like, if you saw someone wearing a mask, yeah. like, pre-COVID, you'd be like, oh, you're up to something. But now, like... Yeah, but now it's just, like, a normal thing. Yeah. Now, if you don't wear a mask, you're like, you're up to something. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> Stay away from me. Yeah, don't get too close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whereas, when I, that's literally pre-COVID. It was the exact opposite. If someone was, like, yeah. not showing their face, like, you don't get too close to me. Yeah, right. And now it's just the complete opposite. And now it's going to go back. Now it's going to be like, if you're wearing a mask again, now it's going to be like, oh, are you sick? Like, yeah, what, do you what are you doing? Going on? Yeah, what, what are you doing? But, my, my, my roommate, we were walking to class this morning and he was like, uh, I think I have a cold. And in my head, I'm like, are you sure it's a cold or COVID? Um, yeah. but, his, his, but he's also double vaxxed. Uh, but then he was telling me like, it's like not the exact opposite of like the symptoms of like not, it was not COVID symptoms and stuff. But in my head, I'm like, mm-hmm. like, okay, like how, how long is it going to be before I stop thinking everyone's yeah. like cold? Like, you know, any symptoms are like COVID symptoms. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've thought about that a lot too. Just like, cause anything now it's like you cough and you're like, fuck, do I have COVID? <laughs> Even though I'm like fully vaxxed and it's, I guess it's like very, like it's a very low possibility of getting it. But it's just like that thought just like mm-hmm. still there. I know, I know. I wonder how long it'll be there. I feel like, I mean, some, some of like some, yeah, and they're saying that like it might be like a cyclical thing, like flu. Um, so Damn. we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what's what's like the was there anything that like the pandemic like really changed for you? That like you've just been waiting for, like any like social things, I guess. That's a really good question. And honestly, Zach, I don't know you too much, but I know one thing about you right now. You're pretty introspective and I really like it. Um, I'm generally having having fun with this conversation, but uh, it changed a lot, changed so much. Um, mm-hmm. First of all, I started this podcast because of the pandemic. Um, mm-hmm. For like the first half of this past year in med school, I was, I was not to be dramatic, but I'll be, I'll be a little bit dramatic. I was pretty much like locked in my dorm room and I yeah. like, had, could have no visitors um I had to as soon as I leave my dorm I had to like wear a mask to go to the kitchen to the bathroom so it just felt very like isolating like no one like I couldn't see anyone couldn't um and I that's kind of why I started the podcast because I just wanted like something to let off like this steam um mm-hmm. so in that sense yeah it, it like it taught I had so much time like to think by myself that I realized that I wanted a creative outlet for me and that's why I started mm-hmm. this so nice yeah yeah but i'm assuming i'm assuming i'm assuming there's something that happened that also oh, yeah, yeah i missed concerts like so i miss them so much <laughs> yeah are, are you excited to yeah i'm to... super excited to like go back to shows and stuff and there's even like i've seen like flyers popping up here about like house shows and stuff coming back in like mm-hmm. july which is like super bizarre to me because i like on house shows are usually like so grimy and gross like yeah. you want to wouldn't want to go there like and just, like be around all those people on a normal day uh-huh. but like now with the pandemic and like everything happening it's like now it's like oh like should i go to this should i wear a mask should i not wear a mask like mm-hmm. all these thoughts just like pop into my head about it did you say house shows yeah i honestly have no idea what what house oh show is. really 
Yeah. Uh, so it's just like um, uh, it's like a concert in like someone's basement, pretty much. So cool. There's like different like venues, like houses, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. and they'll have like local bands mostly like come through. I don't know. Just go like party, have a good time, live mm -hmm. music. Is it um? Are the people playing? Are they are they usually uh, doing it for fun or doing it you know for promotion or doing it to no, like, I pra think it's to practice or probably you? I think usually it's just for fun and like I mean practice. Like there's obviously like bands that are like taking it very seriously and like that's like the only way that they're getting any like promotion I guess right now. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I think if you're if you're playing a show and you're not doing it for fun, then you're not doing it right. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope you're enjoying the thing you you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And are they usually like, how formal is the setting? Is it just like a party at someone's house? Oh, like you get invited, yeah, it's like invited, a party. invited to. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. 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 Just like yeah, you go to a house party. Excuse my ignorance. I have no idea. <laughs> Except there's. A don't worry about it yeah it's just like yeah you go to a house and there's like a band and people like moshing and stuff depending on like what the music is i guess but have you, yeah, everyone's have you ever, just like have you ever played yeah i haven't played a house show before but i've played like other shows before but mm -hmm. we were like me and my friends have been like talking about getting one for like so long and i think now like finally in the fall we should be able to Play, play like a house show? Yeah, play like a house show or just anything like in general. Okay. You, you have to let me know. Um, I, I would love to come watch. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Come out, it'll be a blast. They're always like super fun. Yeah. So do you... Um... It's, kinda, it's nice to just like... Hmm? No, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say it was nice. It's nice to like be able to go and like kind of like let loose and blows off steam like playing a show mm -hmm. just like escape from everything but yeah so so for someone who is uh self-critical is playing a show stressful at all for you or is it purely just fun uh it depends on the show mostly it's pure fun because like when i have a show coming up i try and not over prepare but i try and like make myself as prepared as possible for like anything that could go wrong so like i'll have like extra sticks or i'll have like if there's like a fail that i'm not feeling like i can play at the show i'll just play something like super basic instead um but mostly like if i'm playing a show with like like my own band or something then that's just like so fun like i'm not worried about anything there but if i'm playing for like a class or something then i am kind of more like aware of what's going on um and worried about like playing the right parts and the right time and making sure everything like lines up mm -hmm. and also just like having a good like mix coming out of the drums i guess like when you're playing like making sure everything's balanced like you're not, not hitting a cymbal really hard versus like hitting a drum really softly like mm -hmm. everything's kind of even and balanced That's awesome, honestly, because that sounds like a lot, like a lot of things could, could go wrong, but it sounds like you have a good grasp on, yeah. on things. Yeah, but like most of the time it's a blast and you're not really like, 
but usually like you're nervous i'm nervous like right until it starts and then we play and i'm like oh this is fine mm -hmm. have you have you been with this band for a while or no this was like it's this band called or our band's called like stomach aches it's like punk kind of like mm -hmm. rock band mm -hmm. and we just started it like this past spring so we haven't been able to play any shows or like do anything it's kind of just been us like writing music and like just having as much fun as we can like mm -hmm. i guess playing with each other but we've all like we're all itching to go out and like play shows and like i guess like share the experience with other people but it's also like i think the best way to promote your band is to just like play shows honestly maybe like not right now obviously because of the pandemic but like when everything was back to normal that's what i felt like was the best way to like reach the biggest crowd and get the most like interaction and stuff yeah for sure i mean that and if you can somehow find a way to record it and social media which yeah and social media and put it out yeah which i think you not that long ago you started putting up your uh your playing videos oh yeah that yeah i would just put up like little clips and stuff mm -hmm. How have you liked doing that? Was that was that fun to put it out there? Uh it's it's interesting. I don't know. It definitely is fun, but I'm not the biggest fan of like social media. Like I wish I think I put I was putting videos out more as like I felt like I needed to kind mm -hmm. of with social media. And like the only way that you were able to like meet new musicians or grow your like your following or whatever was to just put out as much content as you can. And mm -hmm. that's something that I like struggle with. Like you've seen, like I posted one video and I haven't posted in like probably months, like mm -hmm. any drum videos. Um, I don't know. Do you sort of like, go ahead. No, I wasn't gonna say anything. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so like, do you have the videos and you, just don't feel comfortable posting them or like is it for you it's like you don't even record anything period no i'll i'll like record videos and clips but i think i'm just like so like so self-critical that i yeah. feel like it's not like good enough to put up mm -hmm. i guess i don't know yeah i just like yeah i feel like i compare myself a lot to like other into like instagram drummers mm -hmm. and like their quality is just like so crisp and so clean Mm -hmm. And like versus shooting on your iPhone and like from a practice room, like having your hi-hat clip or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just like me trying to convince myself to do it. I, I felt something very similar um, whenever I posted anything on like YouTube or 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 any other social media, like um, mm -hmm. like these podcasts, because I, I love listening to podcasts, so like I'm always in my head. Like I'm I'm also like to be quite honest, I'm doing it actively as we speak, which is really bad. Like I'm comparing myself to like to people I like, um, and I'm like I'm not that I'm not as good as as them. And then I have to like snap myself out of it. Like whenever you see me like look in the distance, I'm like judging myself, and I have to snap myself out of it. And like John, stop. <laughs> like like I'm like you're enjoying this conversation with Zach, so just 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 stop. Like you don't have to. Yeah, exactly. Just like yeah. There's no standard here. It's just the fact that if you're to having think about fun, everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do agree. Like, I what think podcast it, do you watch? 
so my first ever podcast was Joe Rogan's stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I listen to a good amount of like business ones now. Um, there's a guy called Gary Vaynerchuk. Really? Um, that I listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my friend actually makes a podcast. Um, his name is Jake Myers. Um, oh, really? He's, he's taking a little break now, but I've, I listen to a good amount of his stuff too. Um, but honestly, right now, only mm-hmm. Gary. Um, I've been, I'm really into business right now, so I'm, I'm trying to learn as much as I can. Um, nice. Do you listen to him? Uh, I, I haven't listened to one like fully through ever, but I'll listen. I've seen like, do you know, like the H3 podcast? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah like, I watch that sometimes. Those are like pretty funny. Just like hearing all the, the drama that happens like in that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Tiny Meat Gang, like Cody Ko and Noel. It's pretty funny Co- too. Cody Ko is hilarious. I, I, I don't know what his uh, up to now, but I remember uh, like Vine days. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Now he's just, he has the podcast and he's just doing like YouTube right now, uh-huh. I think. Um, I've seen like some Joe Rogan stuff, but I don't know. Yeah. But I, I the do Joe agree. Rogan ones, I always like, oh, it's just like that stereotype, like, oh, you're a guy that listens to Joe Rogan. Like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but whenever I tell, that's why I was hesitant. Whenever I tell people Joe Rogan, they're always like, "Oh, you're you're you're, you're one of those dudes." And I'm like, "Yeah." I, like it was just the they're first good. one I listened to. Like, yeah, yeah, they're not bad. Like, it's it's a top podcast for a reason. Um, yeah, and he can talk. That dude talks for like hours on end. Oh my god! How do I don't know how he does it. I don't know where he ha- where he has the time. Like he he does so many things in his life. Like I'm like, how yeah. do you find four hours to sit down and talk? Um, to like yeah, to one person for like four hours straight. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I told you we're talking for five hours today, right? Did you not book it? Book this for five hours? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how my voice holds up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, but I was gonna say, well, I have two thoughts in my head. One, I um, I do agree that social media is definitely like a vehicle for getting yourself like out there or getting anything out there in the world, especially nowadays where people are spending, I mean, I know I am spending so much yeah, time spend... on, on our phone. Oh my God. So much um, What Like in the midst of the pandemic, it was like the, my minimum was six hours. That was like the minimum in a day. Um, oh no no mine was <laughs> mine was so bad i just i i stopped looking at like the screen reports because it would be like 10 hours 12 hours and i'd be like how did i even do that like it's like and then uh, i think i'm like if i did something else for all that time like i could do so much but, <laughs> <laughs> but nothing cool. is as fun as scrolling through social media no, not at all. I mean, they, they design it to be the most fun thing you can do in that moment. Uh, yeah, it's so addictive. I, I was going to ask, what is it that you spend your time on on your phone? Is it social media? TikTok. TikTok. Um, yeah. Instagram, yeah. but more TikTok than anything. TikTok is, is a different beast. Um, it's. I like, I didn't get it for a while because it's like, I've heard of people just like being sucked into it. Like everyone you talk to is just like TikTok's the best thing ever. And, like 
I can see why now. Like <laughs> the most like random you'll see is just like so entertaining. I I agree. Um, when so when I started this podcast, I also started making a couple of TikToks, and making TikToks was also really addicting. Um, really, you can you can make them about anything, and like whatever trend was happening, yeah. you could just do the trend. I would never do the dances because I did not. I, I was too self critical oh, yeah, to do I that. <laughs> I was way too self critical to dance in front yeah, of yeah. in front of the camera. Um, I sp- like, and I was and I was even more worried about like what if it did get viral and then like yeah. people I know saw me dancing I'm like that's that's the worst case scenario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, making TikToks is also pretty addicting. Um, Have you seen the like Adult Swim trend? No. What is it? You haven't? No. Oh my god, they're like this trend is actually really cool. So, I don't know how to describe it. There's just like this sound, uh, Uh like that they have for it, and then the way that I was just like a like a short film almost. Mm -hmm. I just like say something and then like the adult swim logo ends up somewhere it's like it's just so cool seeing like how people put it to- together like differently interesting so it's the is it the like the sound effect of the of when the adult swim like thing comes on is that all it is it's like a i think it's it's this dude who does like samples uh like one of his sounds so it's not mm-hmm. it's like it's an adult swim thing but it's like they use a different sound but they give them credit obviously yeah interesting yeah those they're so like every time i see one i'm like this is gonna be good i I, yeah i honestly i haven't been on there in a while because when i when i started school in person uh a few months ago i'm like i don't i really can't i like i I need to like i need to study um i i can't do this so i like deleted it for for a while and now i have it again but i i've like in that period where i deleted it i like desensitized myself from it um, oh, so now you're just like not as interested in it anymore. Well, if I go on there, I'll be interested. But I like I literally I don't go on there just because I don't want to to get hooked again. Because what when you know when, once yeah. you open it, like honestly, also I, right away, like I still, right sometimes I I still get notifications from um uh like some of the videos that I posted in the past, and like I I click on notification to go see the like just to see what it is, and um. I don't know if you notice, if you ever click on a notification on TikTok, it'll actually take you to the home page, not to your notification page. So whenever, whenever oh, really? that, yeah. So then I like, I'll literally, I'll forget why I logged on the app and I'll just start scrolling. And then later I'm like, why, yeah. why did I, why did I open it? I'm like, oh, it was a notification I wanted to see. Yeah. So I just, I just don't, don't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the one notification turns into like three hours of scrolling. I'm, I'm not kidding. Um, this is not a joke. Yeah, like, that... No, it's, yeah, I do the same thing. Yeah. I'll, like, I'll do homework and I'll open it for like a second and I'm like, well, guess I'm not doing homework anymore. Like, yeah. Um, did you ever make any yourself? No. No, no I could never. I, I, there was like a time where me and my friend tried to, but like could never bring myself to do it for like the same reason that you didn't. Do like the dance videos and stuff. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to be known for like making this like a dumb TikTok or something. Well, interesting. So like, so we're we're both thinking that are are the people making a TikToks not thinking it? Like, do they not? Like, do uh, they not maybe care? They just don't care. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Must be nice. <laughs> yeah. Right. 
Yeah, I, I don't even know. Like, either they like don't care, or they just like have done it enough to where they're like kind of desensitized from it. I feel like once you post, when, like once you start posting a couple of videos, it probably gets like a lot easier to make them. Mm-hmm. But it's just like some people make so many videos. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, my girlfriend makes them, but they're always she always does like dumb dance videos and stuff they're so funny has she has she not convinced you to be in one with her yet no she'll like film me and like put them in oh so you are so on i'll TikTok. be i'll be in like so you are on tiktok not not on my profile though <laughs> that's the catch that's the catch if it's in someone else's tiktok like i would probably be fine with doing it but uh-huh. it's just like that it's my own that i don't want to post to it yeah which is weird like, it, so, would you do a dance video if it was on your, like, a different person's page? No. With, like, other people? No. <laughs> Not even in a group? No. Like, stood in the very back? No. <laughs> wait, wait, have you? Have you done dance videos with no. her? No. There you go. <laughs> yeah. oh. Wait, does, does she do dance videos, or what, what kind of videos does she do? No, there's, like... I don't know how to describe it. It's like someone's like private Snapchat story, but on TikTok. <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so just like little dumb videos. And like, mm-hmm. there was one we did where we <laughs> we filmed it in like slow motion and we just like shuffled our feet on the ground. So we were just like, and when you sped it up, it looks like you were just kind of like moving like seamlessly on the ground. Interesting. I would love to see that at some point. I'll see if I can find it. It doesn't have to be now. You you can send me the link after, but um, that's cool. So does she like making the videos? Yeah, she enjoys it. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't. I have no idea how she can like put herself out there like that though. I could never do that. Hmm. I wonder if the kids growing up are gonna see TikTok as their main form of social media versus. Like, I feel like for me, it's Instagram. When I grew up, that's when Instagram, well, it was Facebook when I was really young and then Instagram after. Mm-hmm. And then like Snapchat, yeah. somewhere somewhere in between. Um, I wonder if the like, kids growing up now, like they see TikTok as their like their thing and then the rest are like there. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I've, I feel like TikTok has become bigger than Instagram right now. Mm. But... I don't know. Okay. And like everyone posts TikTok videos on Instagram too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's just taking over everything. Yeah. Do, do you think well, like it's it's going to be there for good or do you think it's going to die like the way Vine did? I don't know. I, I never got into Vine like when mm-hmm. it was big. So I don't mm-hmm. even know like how it died or anything like that. But yeah. uh, the way it's going now, I don't think it's going to die anytime soon. I do think the only thing that would be its downfall is that it is only videos. It's not like Instagram where you can have, or Twitter even. Like on Twitter, you can just have like a text post. Like I can tweet something and it just be like a sentence or some like funny joke or something. But on TikTok, you have to post a video. On Instagram, you have to post like a picture at least. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to be the downfall of anything is just the lack of like 
different media posts that they can have. Yeah. Well, I wonder if, so on Instagram, you have to post a picture, but then you also have the, like, you can have, like, the, your caption can be as long as you want, right? So you could, like, basically yeah. write a poem, like, in your caption and, mm -hmm. and put that out there. So I, I agree. I think in that way, Instagram is definitely more versatile. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if TikTok, like, adds some, like, other functionality to their to their app other than the videos. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Instagram, like, copied TikTok pretty much because they added the Reels thing. Yeah. And, like... <laughs> Yeah, when I saw that came out, I was like, Instagram is failing. Well, well, isn't that funny? Like when Snapchat came around and they had stories, Instagram copied yeah, it, Facebook Instagram. copied it, and then when Twitter copied it, I'm like, Twitter, stop. Like, not you. I, <laughs> yeah, I can't believe they still have the like Twitter fleets. Like I thought they were getting rid of them at some point, but I guess not. Yeah. Maybe, maybe people actually use them. I'm like judging too much, but. I don't know. I never use them. Even YouTube has them. I don't know if you go on YouTube at all, but even YouTube has like. Yeah, I go on YouTube, but I haven't. Oh, I got. I think I have actually, just like little clips and stuff. Mhm. Mm yeah. Yeah. Everywhere. Have you seen that? Have you seen that documentary about social media? I forget what it was called. Uh, I I think I know what you're talking about, but I have not seen that. No. The social situation or something. No. Uh, have you? Yeah, that was like really weird. <laughs> really? It was, Why? it was, yeah, it was super like, I wouldn't, I don't know, it's definitely like scary to think about because they just have so much information and especially with like AI and stuff, like everything is tailored to you. Like they track, they track everything. Like it's so insane, like how much it's evolved. Was it scary enough for you to like consider like deleting your social medias or not that scary? Not scary enough to like delete them, but I'm definitely more like aware just when I'm scrolling of like things that are like certain posts that I like click on. Cause I know if I'm going to click on that, then it's going to show like a bunch that's similar to it. Or even like now when you talk about stuff, like I swear the microphone is listening. Like you'll talk about something and like an ad pops up for it and it's like, how did that even like get there? Like that that literally happens all the time to the level where one yeah. time I think I was looking for I was looking for a gift for someone and I was like, you know what, the easiest mm -hmm. way to be is probably just to say it in front of my phone and then like go on social media. Yeah, like, and it's gonna <laughs> end up yeah, somewhere like so quick. It's like but. I feel like I feel like that should be illegal, right? Like I, I don't I don't I don't yeah. know much about like, you know, like like law or you know technology yeah, but that, sounds, that sounds like it should be illegal right? that sounds like yeah that sounds like i see like you shouldn't be able to listen or even like the whole thing about like people putting pieces of tape over the camera like on their computers and stuff like i wonder how much like you're actually being watched through your camera if at all so i feel like i don't know i try to convince myself and be like why would anyone look through my camera or anything <laughs> You know, <laughs> like I'm like my FBI agent right now is probably so bored right now because I just like don't do anything in front of my camera. <laughs> oh, 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 all they see is like your face, just like this. I'm just for, like for a couple of hours. <laughs> yeah, it's like scrolling. But <laughs> have you seen those memes? Like the FBI I, agent. I've seen those. I've seen those. Those are yeah. hilarious. They're so funny. I, so a few days ago, I had this incident. So I, I have like a PC setup, 
um, and have like this external webcam. And um, a few days ago, I was on the Zoom call and my camera turned off. Oh. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. So I tried to turn it back on, and then it would like it would it would say that my camera is on, but then it would be like a black screen. So I'm like, weird. what's going on? So I log out of yeah. Zoom, try to log back in, and then my I can't use my camera at all. I had to restart my computer, and then I could use it again. And then it happened again. Wow. And then what I realized was that my computer was telling me that when my camera was was my screen was black, it was like and you couldn't see me. My computer was saying that there's an app using there's a program using my webcam that is not Zoom. Oh. Uh-huh. So I wonder if someone was was like this is someone finally hacking into my computer and like watching me. This this, yeah. this, is, this is exactly what I'm thinking. So <laughs> I haven't figured that out yet. But Thankfully, I have like this. Uh, my my webcam comes with like this, uh, like thing that closes it, so I can just like close it. Oh, so you can uh, like put it over. Yeah, but so so kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah, especially yeah, if it's coming out of nowhere and like happening over and over again. Like, there's kind yeah. of something. It's it's almost it's almost kind of funny. It's like if someone is actually watching me, every time I close it, it's almost like good night, anonymous person. Enough of me today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're right. Like, go get a life. I'm just <laughs> and like, I'm, I'm like thinking, I'm like, I really like, I need to be careful because like, what if like they come around with like black, like try to blackmail me someday? If exactly. I ever like, and like, I don't know why someone want to blackmail me because like I don't have like anything to give them. But like, what if I do like have something to give them one day? And like they come yeah. and blackmail me with this like video that they have of me in like 2021, but they come to me in like 2050. <laughs> yeah right something like so long ago that you said like one thing and then it just like bites you in the ass like 40 years later or whatever that's why i'm terrified of that happening too not to the point where i like won't post stuff but like i'm like way more cautious about what i say on social media and like how i present myself than mm -hmm. i used to i'd say what, what what makes you like uh scared cancel culture is like mm -hmm so intense like i'm i don't know i'm not like i don't ever say anything or like think anything that would get me canceled but it's just mm -hmm. like you see it happen so much that it's hard to not think like oh i might get canceled for like this one thing that i said like years and years ago yeah like you see it all over like so many celebrities now i think like mm -hmm. there's like the kevin hart one where he said something like about mm -hmm. his son like so many years ago and they like found it like dug through his twitter yeah we also yeah. have to think like who like why are people going so like stalking so far back like 10 years of like like how how long did that take you to do that <laughs> i know i know it's it's definitely really interesting and i i don't i don't know what kind of person it takes to scroll back that far um someone who has yeah, that many hours i guess um yeah but, like i wonder what the, like their motive was or yeah. they just did it for fun and then found something or if they like set out to find something what what do you think i don't know honestly so many different possibilities that like i mean i, I mean i don't, I don't wanna... it's pretty sus that like they're going back that far like, I, I, I don't want to assume. I, I don't want to assume, but I don't know what's fun about scrolling through someone's timeline for that long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you definitely, you definitely have something that you're trying to prove at that point. Yeah.
I think what's also interesting is like seeing how different people handle it. Like for example, how Kevin like handled it versus like, for example, do you know David Dobrik? Yeah. So like he- Yeah, I've heard he, about like the drama and stuff. Yeah, and like the way he handled it. And I saw like his, so I, I was honestly like, his videos I, like were hilarious. I've seen so many of his videos. I, th I think I think they were hilarious for most of them at least. Mm -hmm. um, but then like I saw his apology video and like to be quite honest, it looked kind of fake to me. I like said I, before I, I even knew that. His... Yeah, um, see, like I, you, you might go on TikTok, but I, I'll go on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, I, I thought it was kind of like fake. So like it was just interesting to me like how different people handle it and. Um, how like honestly like going forward in time like every, anything mm -hmm. we put online is gonna be on there forever no matter forever, what yeah yeah so. did you you heard about like the the jenna marbles thing too right she had there's like i think there's like a video she did like a while ago where she like was doing some makeup thing and people called it like blackface or something hmm. um but that was like enough to take her off of youtube like forever like no it wasn't like no one forced her to but she was like i can't deal with this like i don't want to deal with like any of this drama anymore or anything like it was just, like it was so heartbreaking to see that like one video like years and years and years ago mm -hmm. like would bring someone to the like an emotional state where they felt like they would have to leave youtube or like yeah like they weren't able to post or anything wow which is like super bizarre to think because like she was like probably one of the like more wholesome i guess like youtubers out there mm -hmm. but just like i don't know can happen to anyone yeah i i honestly i don't know who she is but that 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 does suck for someone mm -hmm. and i think you, i think you said it pretty pretty uh elegantly like just for someone to be in an emotional state where they like they can't handle it anymore for them to like you know yeah drop off the 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 face of the planet that's yeah yeah do you think do you think this is something that's gonna keep happening or do you think we as humans are gonna like look at these incidences and be like hey maybe we should like slow down and like try to think about these things before we start blaming people I think that's already happening people like slowing down and stopping to think um i don't know like cancel culture like a lot of like most of it makes sense like a lot of the times it's true and, like mm -hmm. that someone should be canceled for whatever like canceled mm -hmm. but um i think there's sometimes like people see something and they take it out of context and it, that's when i kind of have like an issue personally with it because mm -hmm. you just you have no idea like I could like take someone's tweet and like just look at that and not look at anything else like before or after it and be like mm -hmm. oh that tweet is like racist or like a slur or whatever mm -hmm. but I think like going back to the Kevin Hart thing like I remember Dave Chappelle on one of his specials was like talking about it and he was saying like how obvious it was that like Kevin Hart was joking but like even making jokes about that anymore like is so hard yeah. Yeah. It reminds yeah. me, like, did you ever play like old, like Modern Warfare, like old Call of Duty and stuff? Um, so I I didn't grow up. Uh, this is a long story, but I didn't grow up in America, 
So I I started oh, really? like when I when I moved here I played some of these games so I might have played it uh-huh. but I, I won't remember uh-huh. so yeah yeah so I was basically like all of the, like you'd like go into a lobby and it would just be like total like you would hear so many different words like going around like and like kids just like telling you that they're gonna like fuck your mom like all this like just like that's like the lighter stuff too it's just like. <laughs> but I just like think of that and like, like that then versus now, like how much has changed of like what you can say and get away with saying mm-hmm. like before you could say whatever you want. And like, it's kind of like, oh, do you like grow up if you can't handle it? But now it's like, if you say something wrong, then you don't get like another chance or anything. Mm-hmm. It's what it feels like. Maybe, maybe we as humans are like trying to find the balance, right? Between the two. And we might've like overcompensated a little bit, right? Like maybe like, maybe maybe we were at a point in time, like those lobbies, for example, like maybe like some people like generally felt really uncomfortable to the level where like it, the same thing that happened to, to Jenna Marbles, they were in the same situation. Yeah. They, they stopped playing like, you know, the game after, you know, someone said, you know, we're going to do this. Yeah, something. That's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to say it again. Uh, yeah. yeah. But, um, so, and like maybe like as a reaction to that, we like got really, really protective. So now, like, mm-hmm. because I can also see how, like, you know, like we're calling it cancel culture, but at the, not in some of the cases or a lot of the cases, it's like the people might have, like, you know, had some ill intent after. So I think yeah. maybe there's like a, somewhere in the middle that we're getting to now that hopefully is like a healthier place for all humans which, yeah which is kind of exciting i guess to think about to be mm-hmm. honest but i guess we'll see how the chips unfold right yeah i guess but right now it's like it seems so toxic yeah uh actually i didn't i didn't tell you this side but i'm gonna so the way i'm gonna edit this podcast is i'm gonna like make you sound like you said some words that you never said and I'm going to post it on the internet and I'm uh-huh. going to tag like everyone I think that would, you know, try to cancel you so that you make sure uh-huh. you never, you never oh, yeah, yeah. get on another podcast ever again. All right. Yeah. There's some clips you could, you could do that. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Not doing no, I, I know you're kidding. But, uh, but it's too funny. You're just like, Zach told me that he's going to fuck my mom. <laughs> and have just that clip of you saying that. <laughs> just that clip. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah but no that's awesome yeah i'm gonna grab my laptop treasure real fast I... reaches all the way yeah. i think we've been going for i think we going for an hour now i think so what time, what time did we start we started like a little bit after one oh fuck. okay yeah, we, we can call it quits if you want. Um, but this was really cool. I'm really glad I got to know you, man. This this is awesome. I, yeah, this, this was super cool. I've never done anything like this before. I, I me neither. This is you're you're the yeah, first yeah. you're the first quote unquote stranger that I've done a podcast with. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. And honestly, I was like kind of nervous to see how it would go because. Oh, yeah, like, I, I, like, nervous. Yeah, like I, I I want like I want the the person I'm speaking to to be comfortable, and I realize that that's hard to do when you're, when I'm a stranger to them. Um, mm-hmm. but hopefully I did an okay job, not 
making oh, you did great. stressed more than needed to be. <laughs> also, can can I see your tattoo? I, I, I like yeah, catching yeah. Gl glimpses of it. Is that one snake? Wow. Yeah, it's just one, but it like goes all the way. It's like hard uh -huh. to see like the head and stuff, but I like the color. I like the color. That's not a green that I usually Thank see. You. Yeah, it's you. It's it. It looks more blue almost in person. Uh huh. But it's a super like interesting color, and it's like stayed in really uh -huh. well. Like I've had this for like over a year now, and like usually I guess that's when it starts to fade, but. I haven't noticed anything. How many sessions was that? Just one or more? It was just one, yeah. But it was like fucking like five and a half hours. It was so long. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I is that your only? No, I have one on my stomach too. Okay. I I got my first one um in December this past December. Um, nice. so my so my back, but I uh, I think I'm trying to get. Do you know Do you know any spot? What is it? I was gonna say they fucking hurt. <laughs> yeah, but like you, you can't you can't deny the fact that you kind of like it. After, uh, maybe right? like after afterwards, I'm like I did that, like I survived. Wait, so you know ne you never get to the point in the middle of the tattoo where you're like, oh, like I I don't mind this anymore. With this one, it was like there was a point where I was like, okay, yeah, it's kind of whatever. Like when I was like doing the top of my arm, it didn't really hurt, so mm -hmm. I was kind of chilling. But like the stomach hurt so bad. I was, I was like laying on the chair, just like grab, like squeezing the ends of it, just like uh -huh. it was so. I don't know. Yeah. But, I, I I can imagine, especially because you you're like like your your abs were probably like trying like you know probably because yeah, of the pain like probably like reflexing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but, yeah. If yeah, you I, know, I was gonna say if if you know any like places in the area here i'm i'm looking for for one to get to get my second um as in the area i mean like in boston but um. yeah i went to i think it was called vision inc but it's in like it was like an hour away like train ride what, why did you go there uh there's like the art the artist that i wanted was there um i don't know what i'm looking for like when i'm like i want a tattoo i usually look for the artist rather than like mm -hmm. a specific tattoo place. Mm -hmm. um, but there's some like good ones in Cambridge too. Like I think Ghost in the Machine mm -hmm. is one. And how did you like, you said you like try to look for the artist, not really the shop. So how, how did you find the one at, at Vision Link? Uh, I went, I just found it like on Instagram. I, I think I looked up that like, Boston tattoos hashtag and just like everyone pops up on that. Oh, um, cool. But also just I googled like top tattoo artists in Boston, just like yeah, anything mm -hmm. that you can find like individual people instead of like the place. Because I, I have noticed like looking, there's a lot of shops where I only liked like one of the artists work there. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I usually go for an artist and then find out like where they are and if that's doable for me mm -hmm. rather than like just walking into a shop. Yeah. And how much did this, how much did this one cost on your own? This one was like 700. Yeah. Was, yeah. But this was a Christmas gift. Thank God. So nice. Yeah.
and then the one on my stomach was like 300 and it's like i don't know probably like this big mm-hmm. does does any of them uh mean anything to you or is it are they pure this one art? i got this one kind of was for the art which is weird because mm-hmm. this is my first one um but then i found out that i was born in like a year of the snake uh <laughs> like chinese new year so that worked out way better than i thought um uh-huh. and then this one i have like a skull and it means like memento mori which mm-hmm. is uh like being mindful of your awareness or not of your awareness be mindful like of your death mm-hmm. and that, like one day you're gonna die and that you should make the most of it while you still have it so kind of for me is being like trying to build confidence and be like fuck it i'm not like if i don't do it now i'm never gonna do it so why not mm-hmm. just do it now what's um what's the one thing that you wish you had confidence to do um posting myself and not worrying about it like not like posting myself and not worrying about like how many likes it gets or like what people are going to say or just anything like that i just want to be able to like post something on social media and just be done with it and not have it like be a thought in my head like way after if you want if you want i can manage your social media account for you and you can send me the clip and i'll post it for you and you'll never have to look at it again (laughs) (laughs) i might Uh, maybe i'll consider if i make like another account for (laughs) just music stuff yeah but um i think honestly well first of all i that i i think i think that's that's something that's gonna help you and not and not like and not hurt you once you like figure out how like how you can post without like worrying about it, um, mm-hmm. which honestly you might worry about it forever to be honest. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Just, Maybe yeah, it might just know. be something that I have to like figure out just how to deal with instead of mm-hmm. like trying to forget about it. But yeah. how did you how did you find my like Instagram? I'm really curious. Um, good question. I, I think I just looked up posts. Um, I, I look up by location. Um, uh-huh. and I think I looked like Berkeley. Mm. Um, and I think, so here's the thing, Zach, one of your, the, your, uh, your clips that you posted of you drumming, I think you, like you had the location be Berkeley. Probably. Yeah. And yeah. I always have the location on so for those. If you, if you hadn't posted those clips, I would have never found you and we would have never had this awesome conversation. Wow. Maybe that's the motivation so, I need. I, I think so, man. I think this is it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But I would love to, I mean, I, I would love to keep in touch and like hear how yeah, how, for sure. how things are going. Um, and whenever you have uh, a house show, I would love to, I would love to go. I've never been to one. So this, it would be yeah. really my first one. Yeah, um, no, they're super fun. I'll definitely honestly, let you know. Honestly, if you decide, uh, I live in a, maybe I shouldn't say this, but especially, <laughs> on, especially on the podcast, but I live, I live in a, in a house and we have a backyard. Oh, really? So like if if you come back before before we move out, uh, which is uh-huh. September the first week of September, um, which um, I don't know. Yeah, no, I come back like the end of August. So okay, yeah, I was gonna say um, more than welcome you guys to have the the show at our place. Um, but yeah, well, thank you so much for for taking the time. Um, I really hope this wasn't uh stressful and it was at least a little bit fun um no this was yeah this was really fun 
so I'll stop the recording now. All right.